What's up, guys? Welcome back to Sunday Sports Club Podcast, a podcast all about sports. And if you weren't here last week, you might not know that it's been a hectic week over here in this household because of football. So if you weren't here last week, my husband was released from the Las Vegas Raiders, and he is currently a free agent. And you might be thinking to yourself, Wait, a player can get released middle of a season? Yes, a player can essentially get released at any point in an NFL season. It doesn't matter how much you get paid, if you have guarantees, if you're injured, essentially you can get cut at any point. So nobody is safe. It's definitely not the most stable job in the world, but... There's pros and cons, obviously, that we talk a lot on the podcast about. So my husband and I made the decision to move from Vegas to Orange County for a variety of reasons. Number one, being our family and that we're a lot more comfortable here. I have a doctor here. The second thing being that my husband needs to stay up to date with his basically his fitness routine, like being active and working out and all of that with training because he is a free agent and can get picked up at quite literally any point. Like he can get a call in a minute. He can get a call in a week. He can get a call in January. So he really has to stay on top of his whole fitness routine. And in Vegas, it's not like he can go and work out at the Raiders facility. That's not happening. He just has a gym here that he likes. We have a gym in our garage that he can work out in. And it just was, I don't know, it just ended up working out best for us to come back here. So the past week, we have been running around trying to unpack. I'm nine months pregnant, by the way. So there's just been a lot happening. And being an NFL wife, it's like, not the hardest thing in the world, obviously, but it makes sense as to why so many wives can't get a typical nine to five job. If you don't want to do a whole long distance relationship or you don't want to be in a long distance marriage, which I personally would not want to be in, there's just, it's, it's very hard for you to maintain your own independent identity outside of your husband when a huge part of your life could be up and moving And at a moment's notice, it can just be very hard. And it's crazy that so many people have a lot of negative things to say about wives and like, why don't you have a job? Blah, blah, blah. I want to say like a majority of wives in the NFL do have some sort of income, whether that be them having like an Etsy shop or working at a Lululemon or working remotely at a typical nine to five. A lot of women do have their own identity outside of their husband. It's just not the typical, hey, I'm going into work every day because the lifestyle just, it can't, you can't do that with this type of lifestyle, especially if you have a husband like mine who, you know, has gotten cut this year. He got cut last year and we've moved four times in the past four years so I'm very grateful to have a source of income outside of the NFL and that I can bring in some sort of income. And that's actually what I wanted to talk about today because ever since my husband got released, a lot of people, not really in the best way, I think they say it more in a hateful way, but I feel like the curiosity is still there is, oh my God, your husband got released. Like, why are you still doing house renovations? Oh my God, y'all are going broke. Oh, is he going to get a regular job? Are you going to have to get a job? And I'll just set the record straight. Like we have multiple sources of income that we've built over the past seven years. Also, if you're in the NFL for seven years and you need to immediately get a job the second you're cut, something's not adding up. 
So today I want to talk about the ways that the NFL can help guys bring in other sorts of income and how they set up these players to not go broke. Because I feel like that's a huge misconception is that NFL players go broke once they're done playing, which it happens, but I feel like it's more rare than a lot of people think. Before we jump into the topic of going broke in the NFL, let's for a second rewind. Sunday Sports Club podcast has been released on Mondays up until now. And then I kind of had an aha moment where I was like, okay, Monday night football games, Sunday games, like I was recording sometimes on Saturday or on Sunday morning. And a lot of those important games were happening later in that evening. And so some of the jargon that I was putting out there was no longer accurate. So I was like, why am I doing it? Why am I releasing it on Monday? I should release it on Tuesday. So now Sunday Sports Club podcast is being released on Tuesday. And I feel like it's a great time to transition to releasing on that date because we are heading into playoffs. So jumping into some current events, what's happening around the NFL, we are pretty late in the season and you're going to start to hear about NFL teams clinching a playoff spot. So what it means to clinch a playoff spot is basically you could lose out and your team is still going to playoffs. Now, is that the smartest thing to do? No. The better you play, the better your record, the better of a spot you're going to have when it comes to playoffs. So even if you clinch a spot, you don't really just want to like, oh, throwing my hands up in the air. Like, let's go out there and just like fucking lose. Who cares? No, you still want to have a good spot heading into playoffs because when playoffs come, which is in the middle of January, the teams who have clinched it and who have better records get a bye week the first week of playoffs. So that means that they are completely off and it's just a great way to set up your players heading into like a Super Bowl because if you don't have that bye week, it's just a very, very long time of all these players getting banged up. You don't get any rest. You don't really get any breaks. And so the wild card teams will play the first week of playoffs. And then the other teams that have a better record will have that week off. And fun fact, all teams get paid the same way. So like the Eagles, for example, they're probably going to clinch a playoff spot if they haven't already. And their players will get the same salary as a team that's a wild card team that's actually playing that week. Very interesting stuff. I can't wait to head into playoffs because I feel like there's a lot I can talk about with playoffs and all the rules and like what's happening. We can get more into the nitty gritty of like following actual teams. Whereas in right now, it's kind of hard to cover 32 NFL teams. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, but like I said, you'll start to hear about like clinching a playoff spot, which is very important. So to cap off the NFL playoff talk, I will kind of go over some of the teams that are winning in their division. In the AFC, we have the Dolphins, the Chiefs, the Jaguars, and the Ravens. And then in the NFC, we have the Eagles, 49ers, Lions, And then the NFC South is just like not looking too hot these days. The NFC is doing drastically worse than I would say the AFC is doing. And that's just like a current thing. It's not like, oh yeah, like the past 20 years, the NFC just sucks and the AFC is great. No, you can just see um, if you look at the NFC South, that there's just not great records right now. So (laughs) that's it for current events. Um, And now we're going to head into position of the week. 
Position of the week, we have a very popular player who is this position of the week. And this week we are covering a center. So what is a center in the NFL? A center is the innermost lineman. That's where they get their name, a center. And they are the person that is snapping the ball to the quarterback. So they are an offensive player. They're in the offensive line and it is the center of the line. And this player is very unique in general because they're some of the most unathletic people, meaning they don't need to run fast. They don't need to do trick plays. They are literally there to snap the ball and block. So they're usually a very, very wide person and a very large person at that. So a very popular center in the NFL. We know him. We love him. We love his wife too. It's Jason Kelsey. Obviously, you guys know the Kelsey brothers kind of going viral right now. And so he is the center for the Eagles. He he is touching the ball every single play. He is snapping the ball back to the quarterback. And an interesting fact that I had to cross check with my husband is can a center get a false start? So I talked about penalties and flags a few weeks ago and a false start is when you have a five yard penalty because somebody on your team basically moves across the line of scrimmage before the ball is snapped and a center cannot move basically until he snaps the ball. So that is the position of the week. Um, very important player because you're kind of doing a, a few things at once. You're snapping the ball and then you got to make sure that the once you snap the ball that you're making sure the defensive players aren't trying to like tear you down and go to your, your quarterback. So they're very, very important when it comes to run plays and like making gaps so if you guys don't know who your center is for the NFL team that you root for, go and look that up. That is your homework of the week. So now that we've covered a bit of our basics, we've gone over current events, we talked about player of the week, we are now going to talk about how likely is it for an NFL player to go broke? And I'm talking like no money, you need to get another job, like there's no savings, like broke, broke, okay? And you hear about these stories, I feel like out in the media, like, oh yeah, that one NFL player, like he made X amount of million dollars and now has nothing to show for it. I feel like those things were a lot more common in past years in the NFL, whereas in now they give these players so many different tools to make sure that that doesn't happen because at the end of the day, that would reflect really negatively on the NFL in general. And that's not to say that, okay, like I haven't heard of a few players that that has happened to, but it is a lot more rare than people make it out to be. I've talked about the fact that my husband just got released by the Las Vegas Raiders. This is my husband's seventh season in the NFL. Up until last year, he had a very stable career and had never been cut by an NFL team. And then last year, he got released by the Cleveland Browns. And then this year, he got released by the Las Vegas Raiders. But seven years in the NFL is a big chunk of time. If you're going broke after seven years in the NFL, you're not doing something right. You're not handling your money right. You're not taking advantage of all the tools the NFL is giving you. And that is something I want to talk about today in the podcast is like, what tools does the NFL give these players, give their families to make sure that they're set up for success and that that doesn't happen? And I mean, I'm just going to speak for myself here. 
as an NFL wife, my husband has been on multiple teams where I have been connected with multiple people and every NFL team my husband has been on, there has been some sort of meeting or a wife gathering where they talk to the wives about making sure their family isn't taking advantage of them and living well within their means and some of the benefits that wives and the family gets, but also some of the benefits that the players get that the wives don't get to make sure that these players are still taking advantage of some of these things because at the end of the day when my husband's in the NFL he's not really worrying about like x y and z outside the NFL so I think it's a really great thing that they give the wives some of these tools as well and like inform them as well because for example and this is something I'll talk about in a little bit the NFL does give tuition reimbursement to players that are active and have been active for at least a year but they don't give it to the wives or to the family members. I think it would be great that if an NFL player doesn't want to take advantage of that, he could give it to a spouse or to a child um, the years that he's like granted in the NFL. That's definitely not the case now. Hopefully that'll change in the future. But I do think it's important that the wife know that because down the line, she could be like, oh, like if you're interested in like going and getting a degree, like go ahead, like you can get that for free or you can get it reimbursed from the NFL. So as a wife, I will say they also give us tools to better the player and to make sure that these players aren't going broke as well. And I'm kind of throwing around the term going broke. But when I say going broke, I mean you have had money, a big chunk of money, and then you spend it, it's wasted, it's gone. Now there is a difference of going broke or just not making that much money in the NFL to begin with. And some players don't make that much money in the NFL. If you're in the NFL for a year and a half and you're on practice squad, you're definitely not going to be able to go broke because you didn't really have that much to begin with in terms of rookie minimums and practice squad minimums and even what state you're playing in because what state you're playing in is the state you get taxed in. So a player who is in California is going to make a significant amount less than a player who is in Las Vegas because you look at all the home games. Well, how many home games are in a season? That's how many home games are going to be taxed California or taxed in Nevada. So the best way I can describe all of these benefits players are given is basically just to go through the timeline of like, when you get drafted all the way until retirement, like what is the NFL doing? What are you doing as a player? All of that. So basically to begin with, the number one way that a player will make money in the NFL is he will sign with an NFL team as a free agent or he'll get drafted, but every NFL player is going to get a signing bonus. Now, if you get drafted, the signing bonus is going to be significantly more. Whereas in, if you're an undrafted free agent, Isaac said that he has heard of players getting less than a thousand dollars for a signing bonus. And a signing bonus can be very important because you got to think about these college guys. You know, you're coming out of college football and you didn't have a nine to five, although I'm sure that a lot more players these days have money because now they can work with companies and receive sponsors sponsorships. Whereas in where my husband was in college and playing football, he was not able to make a source of income outside of any, well, he wasn't able to make money at all. (laughs) So you kind of have to rely on your parents and like per diem and all of that. So when you first sign with an NFL team as a rookie, a signing bonus is very important because it sets you up. Like you have 
basically nothing to your name unless your family has given you money or you sometimes football agents will help lend money until you get on a team and you can and pay them back. I don't even think that all agents require players to get pay or for players to pay them back. Basically, you get on an NFL team and it's like, hey, you have to move out to California, sign a lease, and hopefully you make the team because if you don't, like yeah, I'm not paying for your plane ride home. So that can be kind of difficult. Um, like for example, my husband, when he first signed with a uh, Los Angeles, I'm getting all my losses, Las Vegas, Los Angeles. But when my husband signed with the Los Angeles Chargers, it was very difficult because one, he was coming off of not having any sort of income. And then he is expected to sign a lease in California, which is very expensive and live life in California and get furniture and basically like start your life there. But you don't really know if you're going to make the team. So it's like, you know, a double edged sword. But one thing my husband did point out is that as a rookie, you have rookie meetings every single day all year long, and they call it rookie development. During rookie development, they have different people that have different skill sets or assets come in and talk to these rookies to kind of set them up for success and set them up for a long career or at least ways that they can really take advantage of the benefits of the NFL. So he said he's heard from financial advisors or mental health coaches, life coaches, basically people that are there to give them a lot of information. Hey, here's how you save your money. Here's ways you can invest your money. Here's the benefits that the NFL will give you and all of that. Once you are in the NFL for a minimum one credited season, so you play in three games for a year, you will get enrolled into their NFL player tuition assistance plan. So my husband did take advantage of this. It's basically you get to go to college for free. You can finish out your college degree because some players leave college early and do not get their undergrad degree. My husband ended up getting his undergrad degree from Notre Dame, but he wanted to still take advantage of this tuition assistance plan. So my husband ended up enrolling in a master's program at Indiana University. It was all online, all virtual. So he ended up taking a few credits actually during his rookie year in the NFL, and he can still take advantage of that. So I think that is really cool. You have two credited seasons. You get $25,000 for college. If you get three credited season, that's $45,000. If you get four credited seasons, $65,000. And if you have five or more credited seasons, so my husband has seven, he gets $85,000 towards going back to school. That is something that like down the line, if he wants to go back to college, it's let's say like he takes 10 years off and he's like, oh, okay, um, I kind of want to get like a normal job. Like I want to get my accounting degree or something. I don't, I don't fucking know what he wants to do. But if he, if he wants to do that, he can always go back and like get his master's degree, his doctorate's degree. Like you can really just continue going to college and just take full advantage of this. Another way NFL players are set up to not go broke is with their payment structure. So my husband has been in the NFL for seven years. I feel like I've said that way too many times in this episode. I'm sorry, that's gonna get annoying. But it, it just goes to show like how much the NFL has evolved from the look when he started all the way till now. When he first started in the NFL, he only got eight checks over the entire year. So he got checks every two weeks and that stopped when the football season was done. And that can be a lot because you're giving a... 22 year old kid like all of this money there's only eight checks and he's just viewing this like big source of 
change and looking at it like, oh, wow, like I can go and do this. I can go buy a car. I can go like get this chain of my number with jewels on it, even if my number changes next year. But basically you get all that money over eight checks. But now the NFL has evolved to pay out players over the course of 36 weeks. Now, why does this make a difference? Because you're getting paid basically half the year, whereas in you were only getting paid during the football season. And it's the same amount of money. It's just divided up a lot better. It helps players view their money in a different way and like not so much all at once. As for post-career, there are a lot of resources that the NFLPA gives for players. And a lot of it, my husband doesn't really know because he's still currently a player. But the NFLPA is the Players Association. That's what it stands for. The National Football League Players Association. And they are basically the union for these NFL players. And they're truly there to help the players with their safety, with their finances, with if they do want to find a job after the NFL, having connections and resources. So while my husband hasn't taken full advantage of the post-career resources, there are a lot in play. And there's a ton of NFL players that are retired uh, NFL players. And I feel like it's just this huge sort of community that like if my husband wanted to go into be a financial advisor, he, he could do that. Like there are resources in the NFL. And the last thing I want to talk about and probably the most important and most interesting is the retirement plan in the NFL. So what does a retirement plan look like for an NFL player? How are these retirement plans making sure these NFL players have money heading into retirement? So you have your pension and you have your 401k. So the pension is a monthly payout that once my husband turns 55, he can choose to take that monthly payment or he can choose to defer it and it will gain interest. It's basically an investment, just like any other investment. So he can choose to take advantage of that when he's 55 or if he feels like we're doing fine, we're chilling, he's going to be like, oh, like I don't really need that right now. I'm just going to like keep letting that grow. And the thing about the pension is that it is transferable to our children. So that I think that's a great thing. It also is a amount of money that you will get each month, but it depends on how much or how long you are in the NFL. So the longer you are in the NFL, the bigger your pension will be and the bigger your monthly payment will be once you turn 55. So as of recent, I've been seeing a lot of hate comments about, oh, your husband's not that good. He keeps getting released. Like, is he going to retire from the NFL? Like, he's on his way out. If my husband is playing at least three active games in an NFL season, being in the NFL is worth it because being an active player will give you so many benefits. That is more money going towards your pension, more money going towards your 401k that helps with getting more money if you want to go back to college. That also is just more money in general. It's three games of salary. So you have to think about all those things as well. And let's say my husband doesn't play the rest of the year and then he doesn't play all next year and then plays the last three games of next year. Our insurance will basically restart and we'll have insurance for another six years. Whereas in basically from the time he stops playing, 
playing now, we have like this time clock, but it resets the second he plays again. In addition to your pension, you also have a 401k. 401ks in the NFL are super interesting, and I never really had a job that contributed to my 401k, at least not that I'm aware of. But when I got married to Isaac, I was introduced to his financial advisor, who is now our financial advisor, and he gave me a lot of great information. And the 401k in the NFL is a like you, every player should be taking advantage of it because as a player, if you put in $18,000 each year, the NFL will put in $30,000. So they will match what you're doing and basically double it. I mean, that's just kind of like a rough estimate. Then you have that money and you do that every single year and it'll continue to gain interest. And then you can pull it all out at the age of 55. So in general, if you're looking at the pension and the 401k alone, in addition to how many years an NFL player plays in the NFL, in addition to college assistance and the resources, an NFL player should never go broke, or at least it should be very hard to go broke. Now there are players who like to spend money on cars and jewelry and fancy things, but there are a ton of players who are using their money and putting it in, in different investments. So for example, my husband and I have bought multiple rental properties. That's an investment. My husband and I have also other side jobs. That's kind of an investment. So like we're investing in ourselves and the NFL is helping us do that. So I hope this was a very eye-opening episode. I've just been seeing it like crazy all over social media oh, your husband's going broke. Oh, you're going to have to get a job. It's like, well, number one, I do have a job. Number two, it's very hard to go broke when you're in the NFL. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a little bit on the shorter end. I'm a very, very out of breath. I have had to stop this episode multiple times because I'm so out of breath. I think it's because I'm filming it in the evening. I should try filming it in the morning when I have a little bit more energy. But be sure if you guys are not following the Instagram to head over and follow the Sunday Sports Club podcast Instagram because Isaac and I are doing our first of the month episode where it's just like a Q&A episode. We answer everything rapidly and we give you a lot of information. I can give my side. Isaac can give his side. Um, but be sure to head over to the Instagram because I'll be leaving up a little Q&A thing over there. But if you guys have any questions, feel free to DM me on Sunday Sports Club podcast Instagram or leave a comment on a reel and I'll be sure to answer it in a future episode. But with that being said, I hope you enjoyed. I hope you learned something and go and teach your boyfriend, your husband, some male that needs to be corrected. Go teach him something. I hope you enjoyed and I will talk to you next Tuesday. 